0: welcome into the rebel report i'm michael Borkey. really glad that you guys are with me but we should start here it is just before uh 7 a.m on this monday and there's still no uh, real word uh, about mike leach as you guys probably know he uh was was rushed to the hospital after uh, an event inside of his home and uh Based on the reporting of a lot of people, uh, he is in, in pretty dire, critical condition. So, if if you are this type, continue lifting your prayers up to uh, to Mike Leach and especially his family and uh, the people over at Mississippi State as well. It's um, it's very sad. Mike Leach is uh, just a staple in college football. I mean, he's in a world that is filled with. With cookie cutter and political types, and and they're all the same. It feels like, and and everybody afraid to, you know, say what they mean. Uh, Mike Leach is one of the few uh, that is just himself and a very unique individual, no doubt, and um, an innovator in the sport. I mean, it brought the air raid. Uh, you couldn't imagine how many people are running concepts because of Mike Leach's innovation in the sport. So. Uh, An interesting character, no doubt, an innovator in the sport and uh, in college football is better with people like Mike Leach in it. So uh, continue lifting your prayers up to him uh, and his people and uh, and Mississippi State. It's uh, been very hard to read um, and listen to Uh, Thunder and Lightning. Brian Haydad did a really good job of trying to uh, if you want to listen to uh, a a Mississippi State thing, that's one that I would recommend uh, listening to Haydad you know, try to talk about this best he could. He recorded it uh, late last night. Um, so anyway, um, reading that, hearing that from hey dad has been tough. It's uh, it's a very, very sad situation. Uh, so again, last time before we get into the, the sports content, which feels kind of goofy right now, but um, continue lifting up prayers for Mike Leach and his family and, um friends and everybody that cared about him and, and the people over at state because it uh it does not sound good and um it's just very very unfortunate that's a very bad way of putting it it's worse than that but a, a very unfortunate situation uh, unfolding there and and you hope that as Robbie Falk said last night um hope that somehow a miracle happens um because that is apparently what it is, uh, what is needed. So, prayers for Coach Leach and everybody there. Somehow, let's start talking about other less important stuff. Again, I am Michael Borky. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky B O R K E Y. Follow on Twitter, like on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Also, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report. Uh, leave a rating and a review if you like what you hear. I would appreciate that very much. I'd recommend Spotify. Also, if you're looking for a podcast app that is not the one that's auto-built on your phone, that cannot stand the Apple Podcast app. Uh, so I-, I would use Spotify. That's what I use to listen to my podcasts, uh, not my own. Uh, the the ones that I also listen to. But anyway, you guys, uh, you get the point, I'm sure. So. First, kind of an eventful weekend for Ole Miss, honestly. You uh you had a, a new position coach hired, you had a basketball game, and you had a reaffirmation of an already committed player, but a very significant one. That's the 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 kind of funny stuff that's happening in recruiting now. It's um you've got guys that are already committed that are posting graphics saying that they are committed. But I'll actually start with that one today because I think that is the most significant news, if you can believe it, uh, about Ole Miss sports over the weekend, even more so than hiring a position coach. I think it's the fact that Ole Miss uh, got a reaffirmation, is what we'll call it, from Sunterine Perkins uh, over the weekend. I guess this happened yesterday. Actually, I know what happened yesterday. I don't know why I'm saying I guess. It happened yesterday. He put the graphic out himself uh, and sent it to or at Um, Lane Kiffin, Coach Crum, 24-7 Sports, a couple of accounts that he he was probably uh, not trying to tag, probably trying to tag someone else, but either way. Uh, And here is what he said in the graphic. Uh, To my family, thank you for all your support and unconditional love. Your support at games, practices, and workouts means the world to me, and you are my why. To the city of Raleigh, thank you for all your prayers and support. It has been an awesome ride. There has been a long process getting to this point. I want to thank, but I want to thank all the schools that offered and spent time recruiting me. At this point, I want to let the world know that I am 100 emoji, 100 locked in and 1000% going to Old Miss. Excited for the future. Can't wait to get to work. Hashtag say in the STIP. Hashtag committed to the SIP. Um, So, again, you know, he was already committed. So it seems a little goofy that I'm treating a guy that was already committed telling you that he's committed as such big news. But the 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 way people talk about Sunterine Perkins, and I've only seen highlight videos and I watched him play in the Mississippi-Alabama game. I am certainly not a high school talent scout, but I will and do listen to people that – know about this more than me and the way people talk about this kid uh the linebacker who also played running back and and had a billion yards approximately a billion yards in the state championship game uh which he won by the way almost by himself um he there are great high school players that get sec scholarships and then there are guys like this one uh he is he's special and he's a linebacker, which is a position that Ole Miss has struggled to recruit in the past. And he's an in-state kid that everybody wants. Alabama made him uh, made made significant runs at him multiple different times. I mean, th- this is the kind of player that can come in and impact your program right away. And if you are going to compete for championships, if you're going to compete in the SEC West, you have got to sign players like this from inside of your own state. This is There is not a single can't-miss prospect ever. They all have potential to miss. Going from high school to college is difficult. Sometimes it, it just doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Uh, a lot of times it does, obviously. But there is no such thing, in my opinion, as a, quote, can't-miss prospect. Prospect that the guy is guaranteed to be great no matter what. There is no shot that it doesn't work out. There's always a shot it doesn't work out. However, based on talking to people and then seeing him play once myself against the best that the state of Alabama has to offer, this is as close to a can't miss as possible. Having this guy in your recruiting class and having him reaffirm his commitment with what he said is is a credit to a lot of people. Uh, Every coach that was involved in recruiting him, without knowing this individual situation. Um, Generally speaking, you can also probably credit the NIL efforts uh, to to making sure that you can lock up in-state players like this as well. Uh, There's no doubt that recruits, uh, I'm sure, have been made aware of the capabilities that Ole Miss has compared to what people thought the capabilities uh, that Ole Miss had just a few short weeks uh, ago. So, so many people deserve credit for this. If you're going to compete, in the SEC West, you have got to lock down players like this from inside of your own state. Uh, the, the biggest recruiting win for Ole Miss this year is, is Sunturine Perkins. And or, it, it's uh, – I'm stepping all over my feet. It, it's I haven't had my coffee yet. It's early. I think this is the biggest recruiting win that Ole Miss can get even if, you know, they're able to get an instant impact wide receiver or something from the transfer portal, uh, you know, maybe they they sign a high-quality defensive end. I don't know. I I do think, though, that this is the biggest recruiting win for Ole Miss this offseason based on, one, how great of a player he is and how other people talk about how great of a player he is. Uh, Two, because of who went after him and because of where he's from. It's not too long ago where another uber-talented linebacker left the state of Mississippi to go play for Georgia. Um, This time it didn't happen. So so even though the end of the football season ended poorly, uh, Ole Miss needs to recapture some momentum, I I think, in Houston and and get a win there and and get nine wins, and, and that would help a lot. But since the Egg Bowl has ended, you fought off Auburn for your coach, Significant deal. We talked about that recently. Uh, your star running back in an era where guys are hitting the portal to get raises, basically. Drama free. Grove Collective got that deal done. Quinn John Judkins, no drama whatsoever, despite a lot of people around SEC land and media talking about how he needs to hit the portal to go play for Alabama or whatever. No drama there. Locked him down. Locked him in. All good. And now... The best defensive prospect in the state of Mississippi, people are saying since Tony Connor uh, is locked down and going to your school. PR win after PR win after PR win for Ole Miss, and locking this guy down is uh, another one. So Sunturin Perkins, I think is the the biggest news for you over the weekend uh, for Ole Miss, is him locking down his recruitment, going to Ole Miss, big, big, big time, means a lot about Ole Miss. Locking down players like this in your state is a big, big deal. And credit to Wayne Kiffin and his staff and anybody involved in this to get it done. Very significant news there. Number two, you have hired an offensive line coach. Uh, I believe Neil McCready was first on this, despite everybody uh, in the big J's uh, crediting Matt Zenitz for this. Matt Zenitz was not first on this. Uh John Garrison though the offensive line coach from NC State uh who was on Lane Kiffin's staff at FAU in 2018 uh has joined uh the staff at Ole Miss he is the run game coordinator and offensive line coach uh Garrison's been really good at NC State you guys know that uh, Equinu uh one of the top tackles in last year's draft um was obviously from NC State he has multiple all ACC selections this year uh Equity, by the way won the Outland trophy uh last year first offensive player selected in the draft 6th overall by the Carolina Panthers um coached by Garrison so that's a nice little feather in and uh, your recruiting cap um got a deep resume uh, was the offensive line coach at Nebraska, where he played, by the way. Um, was at UNLV for a couple years, more than a couple years. Um, three years. At FAU under Lane Kiffins. Been at NC State since the 2018 season, and now he is at Ole Miss. So, um, as I told you, and as a lot of people have told you already, I'm sure. Uh, Old Miss was looking to upgrade at the offensive line coach position. There are still some people that think that uh, Hugh Freeze, uh came in and stole Old Miss's offensive line coach. Not exactly how that went down. Uh, they were looking to upgrade, and uh, based on resume, they have absolutely uh, done that. There's one thing that you cannot doubt with Lane Kiffin um, for for some of the criticism of him. Uh, staff hiring has really not been an issue. If you look at his first staff and his second staff and his third staff, um, you know, people have doubts about Charlie Weiss Jr. One, it's really hard to call offense, especially in the red zone, without a tight end. That That's kind of an issue when you literally don't have one. That kind of bogs things down in the red zone. But you're breaking in a brand-new quarterback, basically, who, who was – essentially a freshman who, by the way, you didn't get a full off season of work with because you had to decide which one you're going to go a- and play. So you were splitting reps with two quarterbacks in the spring in the summer during camp in the first few weeks. And then you finally choose a starter into the season. You have no tight end really uh, to speak of, and you still led the sec in rushing. And uh, anyway, I-, I think the criticism of Charlie Weiss jr. Is a, a little unwarranted. You can't, I've seen a lot of this. You can't praise Kiffin when it goes well and criticize Weiss when it goes poorly. I've seen a lot of that. It's when the offense is good. It's wow. Kiffin's brilliant. When the offense is bad, it's Ooh, Weiss sucks. So anyway, I I think, I think he is over criticized and I I have a feeling he's going to prove, uh, going to prove the, the, the haters, if you will wrong this coming season. I, I think that, he's good. And now that I've said that Kiffin's going to fire him and hire somebody else. Now that I said that based on my track record. So um, staff hiring though, long story short, staff hiring for Lane Kiffin is not an issue uh, for a guy that has been criticized in the past of, you know, being aloof kind of in his program and and not really as hands-on as, as some people think he should be in terms of day-to-day operations of his program. He sure can hire staff, You know, if that if that's a negative reputation out there that some people claim that he's got doesn't appear to be an issue when it comes to hiring staff. Now, does it? I mean, taking somebody from NC State like this, uh, it just it goes to show you that he's got tentacles that reach long ways. Uh, I mean, in the past, he's hired guys from USC and Michigan and now NC State. It's he's impressive, Texas. He, he is impressive when it comes to hiring staff. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, new offensive line coach for Ole Miss. John Garrison from NC State has a pedigree of developing all ACC players, the first offensive player taken in a draft in three short years at NC State as uh, the new offensive line coach and run game coordinator there. The podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology, uh, anything from copies and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, phone systems, whatever it is, if your business, you or your business are located in Mississippi and you need technology for the office, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com, again, is the website. ABSMS.com, if you need a, um, or if you, Reach out to them and let them know that I sent you. will get a complimentary office technology assessment so you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. That's Advantage Business Systems. podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. It's the best place in the state to get your meat. It is approaching chili season, uh, so I know if you're like me, you're going to be cooking some chili as it gets colder Get your meat at LB's. They also have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday during the lunch hour. So if you don't feel like doing the cooking, they will do the cooking for you. That's LB's just across from Kroger University right there in Oxford. Best place in the state to get your meat. Tell Greg and the good people there that I sent you and they will hook you up. Old Miss basketball got some revenge many years later, a couple decades later on Valpo over the weekend. Um it, uh, I mean, if we're being honest, Valparaiso is not particularly good. Uh, they're 0-2 in the Missouri Valley Conference as it is, but Ole Miss beat them like a drum, a 37-point win, 98-61 to for Ole Miss, only took 13 three-point shots. So Ole Miss took 60 shots inside of the three-point line and 13 shots outside of the three-point line, and... um were 56 percent from the field in both halves so 22 of 39 in the first half and 19 of 34 in the second half that is 56 percent with a little extra uh in the first and just under 56 in the second so they were getting their shots getting their looks really uh dominating inside of the paint ruffin was good he was six of seven from the field his one miss was a three-point shot uh Matt Murrell was good. He was 6 of 11, made one of his three three-point shots. Jamin Brakefield actually uh, was pretty efficient. Uh, he was 4 of 5 from the paint. Again, Valpo couldn't really match up physically with Ole Miss really in in any way, and that led to a dominating performance where Ole Miss controlled the paint, was able to get their shots and all that. But it was good to see uh, Ruffin back and, and looking a little bit more explosive and efficient. Um, it's it still – I don't want to say he's not 100%. That's because that implies that he's still injured. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I think he still uh, can, can take another few steps in terms of getting back to being full strength and, and being him. But, you know, Valpo's not good. It's hard to take much away from games like this where one team is, is completely and totally overmatched compared to the other. Uh, I mean, Ole Miss had 36 points off of turnovers uh, to Valpo's 0 Um, That is just kind of, you know, it's an indicator of how overmatched the teams were. If you can believe it, Valpo actually uh, led Ole Miss in second chance points, but it's mostly because Ole Miss didn't really miss that many shots, if we're being honest. Um, But it probably is therapeutic to win a game like this uh, for Ole Miss, knowing uh, how things went in Memphis and having a little bit of time off to, to come back home and just kind of beat the crap out of somebody uh, had to have felt good for this team. A, a little therapy was done, I, I have a feeling, for Ole Miss. So now, uh, come Wednesday, they've got uh, UCF, which, by the way, is the Petting Zoo game. That is interesting. So UCF at home, Temple, North Alabama, and then in comes Tennessee. So just uh, three games left. Uh, hopefully, in that time, Ruffin can can get a little bit healthier and just keep building on what looked good uh, definitely over the weekend, but three chances to to really just, you know, stack some wins, get a little confidence before Tennessee uh, comes to town on the bowl game day, by the way, that's the, that's the day of the bowl game. Uh, so Tennessee will be in Oxford uh, at four o'clock on that Wednesday. And then four hours later, uh, the, the bowl game will happen. Very, um, Interesting scheduling there. I guess you can't help it, but for an Ole Miss sports fan, that's a hell of a day. Anyway, so therapeutic win. Nothing more you could really take from a game like that other than beat up on a bad opponent, looked how you should look against a team like that, and they get a little therapy from uh, what happened in Memphis. But a nice win, a nice win for sure, and it's really good to see Deshaun Ruffin uh, continue to get uh, a little bit, little bit more comfortable, I guess is the word I would use. Uh, back on the court. So Perkins locked it down. That's big for Ole Miss. You hired a good offensive line coach. You win a basketball game. All in all, a pretty good weekend for Ole Miss sports. And um, still, you know, been recording for about 20 minutes, still nothing um, from uh, the Mike Leach situation. So continue to lift your prayers up for him and his family. Um, And uh, I'll talk to you guys on the next one